Hello, everybody. I'm Matt Mikuchi, and you are listening to the Jazzes podcast. Everybody, jazz is online editor Matt Mikuchi here, welcoming you to a new episode of our podcast series of conversations with some of the most amazing artists on the jazz and creative music scene today. A series that we simply like to call the Jazz Is Podcast, and that is brought to you in conjunction with Jazz Is Vinyl Club, a series of vinyl compilations carefully curated by the Jazz Is editors, and that is an absolute must for lovers of jazz and vinyl alike. This week we continue our focus on some of the most exciting voices on jazz guitar today by speaking with Jocelyn Gould, who, in addition to being a Juno-winning guitarist and composer, is a professor and head of guitar department at Humber College in Toronto. On her latest album *Golden Hour*, she showcases her virtuosic playing, her compositional prowess, and even introduces a new element to her recorded oeuvre: singing. In addition to listening to this podcast, you can find out more about the artist and the record in a recent article by David Polizzi from our Winter 2022 issue. But for now, fire up an audio teeny and listen to the audio waves as they fly through the air. Here is our conversation with Jocelyn Gould. Hi, Jocelyn. Welcome to the Jazzies podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you on uh, this podcast series of ours. And you know, uh, Jocelyn, before uh, we begin uh, talking about some some of your more recent projects, what I like to do for this podcast series, kind of as a way to break the ice, I guess, is asking the artists I speak with to share with us an early musical memory that they have and that when they think back to it they realize that's when everything might have started so uh, do you have one such early musical memory from childhood maybe that you could share with us oh that's a great question um i do one that immediately comes to mind is you know the first time i performed in front of a big audience of people i was three years old um and i uh, sang a song with my dad in front of, it was my grandparents' 50th anniversary, I think. And my dad and I, my dad played piano and I sang and I practiced this song. Most of my memories of me when I'm really young are of me singing. I just remember practicing this song with him every day. And then we played it for, um, you know, the the room full of people. And I remember just thinking like, this is so great. I love this. So I think from a really, really young age, I loved playing in front of people. So anytime I got to do that, to get up in front of, to be on stage in front of people, I loved that as a kid. Just out of curiosity, do you remember what song it was? Yes, it was. Um, it was this, not a song that, I, that I've that i heard since, just some, some little song my dad showed me. It's actually on my Instagram if anyone ever feels, wants to, to scroll down and find it, but it's... Um, 
yeah, I don't even know the name of the song. I just learned it. But he did teach me all the songs from The Wizard of Oz shortly after. He was a, an elementary music teacher, so he would put on musicals. And when I was about four years old, he put on The Wizard of Oz. So so I learned every song inside out from The Wizard of Oz shortly after. <laughs> yes, well, it's a great movie and a great soundtrack. It's a timeless soundtrack. Yeah. And uh, But so... Your earliest memory that you shared with us is about singing. When does the guitar uh, come into play then? Yeah, so both of my parents were hobbyist guitar players. And I decided when I was four years old that I wanted to be a guitar player. And uh, I didn't get a guitar then. I think my parents probably assumed that that was a face. And um, I remember I my daycare teacher made me a guitar like out of cardboard and I carried this little cardboard guitar around and but it kind of never left my mind and I picked up the guitar when I was 13 just on my own my older brother showed me how to play some chords and I wasn't I didn't know about jazz music yet I didn't grow up around jazz music so I just he taught me how to play power chords on the guitar and I just got completely enthralled and completely just focused on the guitar so all through my high school years I was I was really into teaching myself how to play. You know that's interesting because uh, I read in a recent piece by David Polizzi on our winter uh, jazz is magazine winter 22 issue uh, 2022 issue uh, you said that you were really shy about the guitar and never left the house with it uh, I thought it was very interesting uh, why was that? Yeah that's that's a really I ask myself that all the time I don't know I think I think maybe I was I was really into learning learning the instrument but I did it completely within the confines of my own bedroom and I think maybe even at that time the guitar and being a guitar player was such an important part of my personal identity and I think just at the age of 13 14 it felt so vulnerable to be um to be I guess putting that up for display or possibly putting that up for judgment by other people when I was when I was that age I just it didn't it didn't strike me as something I should do so I wanted to I thought oh I could never I could never do that yeah did did it ever then you know as you kind of uh you know continue to play and continue to learn how to play the guitar uh, did it ever start to feel like uh, playing the guitar was a way for you to express yourself also Absolutely. I think from day one, that's what it's felt like. I think when I, when I get a guitar in my hands, when I get my guitar in my hands, I just feel like the floodgates kind of open and now I can start to, to, yeah, express, express myself to play what I'm feeling and to kind of show people who I am right. um, in a way that words don't really always, always cut it for me. <laughs> So, I mean, who were some of your early influences on the guitar? You talked about your parents kind of, uh, mm. you know, being guitarists themselves in their own way. But was there any musician, any professional guitarist, so to say, who became your early influence? Yes, absolutely. Well, I loved Joni Mitchell and she's she grew up just down the road from me. So she sort of is a bit of a hometown, you know, like a, in central Canada. She's a real hero. And yeah. I got into to blues guitar. I started listening to B.B. King, um, Steve Walker, all the greats, and just kind of fell in love with, with blues guitar. And then from there, I got into Wes Montgomery, 
Grant Green and all of those just in those in those formative years I was about 20 20 years old I just listened to to so much Wes Montgomery I just fell totally in love and and I do hear yeah. the, the the influence of the artists that you mentioned in your playing you kind of make them your own you integrate them in, into your playing uh, another thing that I really love about you know your guitar playing is that melodic approach it seems to be quite important. Uh, and, and earlier we talked about expressing yourself. Uh, melodies often is kind of the thing that expresses emotion to people. Uh, what does melody mean to you? Oh, that's a great question. Melody to me is the most important thing. And melody is a combination of a series of notes and a series of rhythms. So putting the two together is just my ultimate my ultimate goal, I think, on on the instrument and just as a musician is to be able to create beautiful, beautiful melodies and that contrast, I think, that are supported by beautiful harmony. That's always the thing that can make me laugh or cry or smile about music is, I think, when you hear a melody that really resonates with you. Yeah. Jump, jumping ahead, then, in 2021, you released your first album as a leader, Elegant Traveler. Uh, what was that like, uh, the feeling that you had when you had finally put out an album of your own. Let's not forget also, it was quite a successful album and even won 2021 Juno Award for Jazz Album of the Year in the solo category. It's a great record, but on a personal level, did that feel like you had accomplished a huge thing in your life? Absolutely, yeah. I did not see that coming at all. I didn't even know that they were announcing the Juno nominees. Like I just wasn't wasn't expecting to... to re- get nominated whatsoever. I thought, oh, maybe when I'm on my, you know, fifth or sixth album, I could maybe get nominated for a Juno. So it was just really affirming to receive that kind of of recognition. And yeah, yeah, it was a, a really, a really big moment, a really a big surprise and just really exciting. And speaking about this record, I mentioned melody earlier, but another thing that I love about your playing, it's it's elegance. And uh, given the title of this record, uh, it seems really appropriate, you know. But also, uh, the other word in the title of this record, Traveler, um, I'm intrigued by it. it. Does it refer to the experience of life on the road, perhaps in your touring, or is it a more spiritual sort of traveling that you're referring to? Yeah, I think both. I think when I, when I came up, when I when I named the album, it was a more literal. I had just been moving all over. I had moved from Central Canada to the Detroit area, and then I and then to New York, and then up to Toronto. So I was really just kind of on the road quite a bit, developing all these communities in different different parts of of multiple countries. So for me, it was it was literal, but. I think I love what what you're talking about. I'm going to think about that a little bit more. I think, yeah, also just the the journey through musicianship, I think.
The track you're hearing just now is from Jocelyn Gould's latest album, Golden Hour, released last year, on which she is joined by a group of internationally acclaimed musicians, following in the footsteps of many of the great classic guitar quartet recordings of the past. And if you love jazz and vinyl, be sure to check out Jazz Is Vinyl Club, a new series of vinyl compilations carefully curated by the Jazz Is editors and featuring some of the most exciting jazz artists from yesterday and today that we cover in the print version of Jazz Is, jazzis.com and these Jazz Is podcasts. Go to jazzis.com and click on Join Vinyl Club. And now, back to our conversation with Jocelyn Gould. And speaking of that, I believe that you are currently on the road, right? At the time of recording this interview. Yes, I am. Right now I'm in Portland. Yeah. What, what is that like for you? Do you do you enjoy being on the road like this? Um, and what has this tour in particular been like for you? I. It's always an adventure. And this tour is actually where I'm on my 10th concert tonight. We're playing in Portland tonight. And this is a pretty long long run it's 33 concerts two months long and we started in florida worked our way from tallahassee to miami and then went up to uh, british columbia did vancouver island and now we're in portland we'll be going to alaska next and so this tour is going all over and i love it it's it's so neat to see all these different places to meet people from all over the place that appreciate your music that appreciate, you know, just the the community of music, going to a concert, getting to see people, meet people that you've never met before. And the for me, it's just such a joyful feeling when music brings people together in the same room to enjoy an experience and take part in an experience that will never happen the same way again. So it's really thrilling for me to get to have the privilege of traveling around and playing music. And then in your uh, latest album, Golden Hour, uh, we talked about some of your uh, landmark moments. Uh, you know, you introduce another element to your recorded discography, Singing, which we talked about earlier. But in terms of uh, adding this new element to an album of yours, was this another big thing for you? Absolutely. And it felt very natural. Uh, it was just the obvious next step for me because I'm always you know, I just love, love to sing. And I have, you know, I think everybody should sing. I think singing makes, makes people feel good. And so, yeah, for me, it was, it was a natural next step. I added singing to three of the 10 tracks. So not quite half of the album. And it was really fun, really challenging. And I loved doing it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the album also showcases your uh, composition uh, work uh, much of it consists of songs that you wrote yourself. H- how do you approach composition? Uh, what is it that inspires your music writing process? And in reference to this album, was there anything that was on your mind uh, at the time? Yeah, I wrote this album in the first half of 2021, and we recorded it in November 2021. So I was just on a mission to write tunes that I thought were would express certain moods. I like to, when I compose, I like to come up with a mood or a vibe that I want to get across. So I might say, okay, I want to 
compose something that will make people feel joyful. I want to compose something that will make people feel nostalgic. I want to compose something that will make the audience feel sad or um, just any any emotion. And so for me, composing is really about accessing the emotional palette of the audience. And that was what I was trying to do. I was, you know, okay, this tune is going to be like reminiscent or is going to to be in the vein of hard bop and it's just going to be really swinging, really hard hitting. And then the next tune will be a ballad that, yeah, I love nostalgia. I think about nostalgia a lot. So that's that's my approach with, with composing. And once I get into it, if I have a, a project that I'm composing for, once I get into it, it just kind of, there's always a moment when the floodgates sort of open and I tend to write a lot of music in a short period of time. And that's what happened with Golden Hour. What's, what is it about nostalgia that you like? To me, it's just such a potent emotion and a universal emotion. I think everybody can relate quite strongly to nostalgia. And it's an emotion, I think, that somehow fits really well with music. Music always is kind of the first art form for me that can evoke that feeling of sort of reminiscing over a time that has passed. To me, that's just kind of a very, yeah, a very potent feeling. Well, that's interesting because I was just thinking, you know, we talked about some of your earlier influences, but also when I listen to your music, there's this timelessness to it. And some of it uh, evokes uh, jazz tradition. Uh, Are you someone Mm -hmm. who is very reverent of this tradition? Do you lean on it also when it comes to creating your own works? Absolutely. Jazz, um, the, the history of jazz is something that I just am so passionate about. I love straight ahead. I love just learning about all these great composers, all these great musicians and trying to make the next generation make, make trying to bring the excitement to, to current times. And my goal is always to play music that is fresh and new and also informed by the history of, of jazz. Well, that's that's also interesting because in addition to being a touring and recording artist, you are a professor and head of the guitar department at Toronto's Humber College. Uh, what is your approach to music educa- education and what do you feel is the role of a music educator in these times, in uh, the year 2023? Mm-hmm. That's a really great great question and something I think about quite a bit. For me, I think as a teacher, we're there to to guide students. I feel like I'm I'm there to guide students, help help students find what they would like to do, help students discover their own musical voices. And I think for me my number one goal is to help make music joyful and make the 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 process of studying music and studying jazz music especially it's a virtuosic music and can you know it's it's very very difficult to become a proficient jazz musician and so I think as a teacher I want to try and create a positive environment where students can enjoy enjoy the process and just find the joy in in learning and making music every day. 
Well, Justin, it's been fascinating talking with you, but since we're recording uh, this conversation relatively early in the new year, uh, I can't help mm-hmm. but ask you whether there's any projects that you're currently working on or even any ambitions that you would like to fulfill maybe in the future that you could share with us. Absolutely. I have got a new album coming out this year and I'm so excited about it. I'm in the final stages of putting it together and I should be sharing it should I should be able to start really talking about it within a few months so I'm I cannot wait for that well we'll definitely watch this space but in the meantime I thank you very much once again for joining us and talking with us thanks a lot oh thank you so much for having me enjoyed my conversation with Jocelyn Gould. Her latest album, Golden Hour, is available now. And if you love jazz and vinyl, be sure to also check out Jazz's Vinyl Club. Join the club and we will send you four premium limited edition color vinyl albums mailed directly to you. Just go to jazzes.com and click on Join Vinyl Club for more. And as music from Golden Hour by Jocelyn Gould plays us out, I encourage you to keep an eye out for more Jazz's podcasting content, our print magazine and other great content available to you on our regularly updated website, jazzes.com. And if you like what you see, you can always subscribe for more. Till the next time, this is Matt Mikuchi signing off. See you soon. (laughs) 